Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And we're here. We are here. I'm 30. I, I, I'm oh, 30. Yeah, you're 30. 30. I'm old now. Yeah, you're old. Welcome to the Dusty Club. Thanks. Yeah, it's been it's been great so far. Um, <laughs> Tops. Wonderful. Just thriving. This this period of my life has just been incredible. Incredible. Show stopping. Unlike any other. Incomparable. Exactly. Lady Gaga. All the Lady Gaga adjectives you can throw at it. Yep. Because fuck it. Fuck it all. What have you been up to? What have you been watching lately, Jillian? I have to tell you this. Tonight is going to be the night that we have gone full circle on Survivor. Oh my god. We that are is back beautiful. At season fifteen where we started initially. We are like that season is... fourteen, like two episodes left. I'm so proud of you. I've never been prouder of anybody in my life. It's it's been a real journey. Like I have I have learned so many things about myself and the world and mostly the game of Survivor. Yeah, there's just there's so much to learn. There's so many valuable lessons taught yeah. on Survivor. Yeah, like don't trust any of the dudes that have the long hair. Yeah, like, like surfer bros. No, Tyler's not a surfer bro. His hair isn't He's his not. personality. His hair is That's true. an addition to his personality. That's true. That is true. Because he would be personalityful. I don't know what the word is for that. Full of personality, bald. He is not Samson. That is true. That is true. Yeah, his hair is it. His, his personality is not dependent on his hair. That is definitely true. Yeah. Uh, but that is that you cannot say the same for a lot of people on Survivor. So mm-hmm. I do see what you're saying. Like yeah. the people, the man buns mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Like the surfer bro, long yeah. hair. Like I'm really chill, but I'm actually gonna freak out and take it really personally when somebody like possibly votes for me. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, Sir, it's a fucking game. He's like, you just really broke my heart, bro. Yeah, it's like the, the the point of this game is to be to vote everyone else out so you're the last one there. So mm-hmm. obviously everybody else's game is going to be to get you out. That's the whole point. Yeah, it is the whole point. Oh, but I think I did send this to you earlier, but there's the new show Snake in the Grass coming yes. out that has some of the old survivors in it, which has... Some really good ones, yeah, too. It has Suri. Yes, just some like really Malcolm's in there too. He, Malcolm, he's the yeah. of, of all the man buns. Malcolm is the best of all the man buns. Yeah, he's, he's the most like normal. Yeah, I think his hair grows out of a brain instead of just growing yes. out of a scalp. Exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm excited to watch that because I have been trying to find and rewatch the mole and relive that high mm, for like yes. my whole life because I've never found the mole again. I don't know if people just like it can find the Australian one. I can find yeah. the British one, but I can't find the American one. And it was like it's five gone. seasons and it was chaos and I watched it all. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited. It sounds like a cool show. And I mean, like it has an amazing cast yeah. already. So I'm yeah, I'm down for sure. Oh, yeah. And I just love that. Like, like, I hate when people sabotage each other in Survivor because usually the sabotage is like, haha, now none of us get to eat or use a machete. Yeah. But like, yeah. we're in a game it's that's like great. meant to be like where you're supposed to sabotage your like. Yeah, it's like cutthroat kitchen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's established <laughs> it's at the beginning of the game that someone's going to be fucking with you. You got to find right. out who. Right. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, if anything comes out about Jeff Probst being a piece of shit, I'm going to be really sad. That would be the worst. That would be the worst for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, Jeff Probst, I swear to God, if you went to Epstein Island, just (laughs) don't. 
I don't just know. Please don't let me find out about it. Let me have like a little bit of peace in my life. Yeah, just keep your secrets bit. and throw yourself into the ocean or something. Yes, yes, please, God. No, but he's he's fine. He is. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have you been watching? Because I've literally just watched Survivor and read books again because that's where yeah. my summertime. Um, I don't really know. I haven't really watched anything specific. I've had like not a great couple of weeks and my I've just been like floating through time and space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I have been keeping up with Only Murders in the Building, um, nice. which I've talked about before. And it's this season's really, really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. I was a little worried because you never know with a second season like mm-hmm. of like a popular show, but it's, they're doing a good job with it, good, which is good. exciting. Um, and then as for like the big brother thing, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do Too it. Too much. Uh, to be fair, I think uh, this from what I've seen is widely like considered like a horrible season so far. So like maybe not the best one to get in on, but yeah, I don't really know if it's for me. I'm kind of like loosely following like um, it on Twitter and like a couple of podcasts, but I'm not really watching it anymore. It's just like, I don't even know if I just can't do it. I just can't, I can't bring myself to do it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. A lot of those like big reality shows are just too much for me. That mm-hmm. have like so many involved things. Like 90 Day Fiance has gotten that way for me. Oh. Like 90 Day Fiance, and then it's 90 Day Fiance the other way, and then it's yeah. There's just so many like iterations of it that I can't even keep it straight anymore. Yeah, and then they're all Fiance. like running kind of simultaneously, and I don't know yeah. what's fucking happening. I don't either. Yeah, it's just it's too much. It's too much. But yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping to get into something soon because I am sorely in the need of like a good TV show to to keep me happy. Yeah. Or at least, I don't even know, not miserable. All right. So I think we talked a little bit about this last week, but for today, we are going to go to Plathville. We are going to start off with season four, which is currently airing right now. We're going to cover the first couple of episodes in this episode, and then we'll keep covering them, obviously, as they come (laughs) out. Mm -hmm. But I was so excited to get into this because I've heard so much shit going on with with Kim and Barry in particular, and it's just kind of like... I need to know. I need to see for myself what's going on with this family. Oh, my God. Me, too. So sorry. <laughs> Got the yawns. Um, yeah, no. Especially, like, the Kim and Barry separation news made it on yes. all of my news feeds. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. what happened? Excuse who, me, what? Who did this? Because if it's Barry who did this, that's probably bad. But if it's Kim Balin, could be good. Yeah. It could be, yeah, it's like, I don't really know what to make of this situation yet, so. Yeah, I think it's definitely part midlife crisis. Yes. Part um, really having the the blindfold ripped off your eyes by becoming a reality TV yes. family. I was going <laughs> to, I was going to bring that up. I think that that probably is like this, the, probably like the biggest factor in this in her realizing her unhappiness, which we'll get into specifics in a minute, but yeah. like, is that she's getting like they're on TV, they're getting all this feedback, whether they want it or not, on mm-hmm. how they're raising their kids and how they're living their life. And maybe she's realizing, like, oh, maybe this isn't the best life for me. <laughs> maybe this was a trauma response. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's inter- it's interesting to think about for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a verging on the edge of like Kim kind of almost saying, I regret having children, but. 
Yeah. Yeah. Some of the stuff she was saying, I was like, man, I would hate to be one of her kids or Barry even and hear this stuff. I'm like, Barry's a piece of shit for sure. Because like every time that one of his family members cries, he's just over there smirking like a fucking asshole. But default reaction is to smirk. Yeah. I do feel bad for Kim if she got got by Barry's. Oh, yeah. Charismatic bullshit. Ugh, gross. Because they're just so weird. They're the weirdest fundies because they're not really fundies. They're just like. They're not. They just, they're like chosen fundies for no reason. Yeah. They're just like a cult. Yeah. Bizarre. (laughs) They just like chose to shelter their kids for no reason. Yeah. In the name of God. Okay. But not really. But not really. But Barry's God. It's really weird. It's really weird watching them, especially after watching the Bates and the Duggars Uh who are so ingrained in the religion, like all the way down. And it doesn't feel that way at all with this family like no. it's like where did this come from i don't get it it's fucking barry I tell you it's yeah. barry he it's, wanted to start a cult <laughs> creepy he couldn't get anybody else to like him so he just made his own cult yeah for real okay okay so the first episode is called universe had different plans oh, so <laughs> this was a, so, this was something that somehow i had not heard of heard about anything at yeah, all no i didn't know anything about this either so I, we get a good start immediately we go to lydia singing in a room while she's cleaning up mm-hmm. and i just like could not wait for this scene to be over because i hate seeing people sing it's just so mm-hmm. so much secondhand even though like they're he's, she's not like bad or anything but i just cannot stand listening to people sing yeah yeah unless you're performing <laughs> as a concert i don't want to yeah and I sing a lot. I just, I'm, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. It's <laughs> it's also fine to like, but like to like sing very earnestly. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. You mean it too much. It's very fucking cringe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like to be like jokey, singy, like having a fun time. Sure. Go off. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, it was just cringy. But it then was. we cut to a clip of Kim and the younger girls just like breaking it down dancing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hip hop dancing. And then Kim says, things are a little different now in Cairo for us. Just like, well, when I was younger, Kim says, I used to listen to the Beastie Boys and run DMC. And I was like, I can imagine exactly what 2002 was like for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can see this very clearly in my head. Uh Uh-huh. She talks, this is where she really talks about, starts talking about, and keeps talking about how she like lost herself in being a mother, which I think is a very valid thing. Mm-hmm. Lots of people, mothers, I'm sure feel the same way because like your whole life is basically dedicated to raising this other child. And then that child goes on to have their own life and live their own life away from you. And I can see that being very difficult emotionally and like you can lose your identity very easily in that. So I'm not yeah. doubting that at all. No. And add on top of that, your kid's rightfully blaming you for making them ill-prepared for life makes you really rethink your fucking choices which yeah like you said deservedly so like they set their kids up for failure both of them big time oh yeah she talks about how she's like taking care of herself more putting herself first going to the gym going to the gym when she brought that man home (laughs) oh god i will get into that i have a lot to say about that oh my god yeah it's wild um kim is you know, she is kind of having a midlife crisis, but also she's having a, your children moved out and told you that you were the problem in their life crisis. Yeah. And you're realizing that you probably were. Mm-hmm. 
realizing, oh shit, I actually didn't have that bad of a time when I was. It wasn't. It wasn't the the dresses and the the music that made me have a bad time in my life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine that. And then we get our first fucking Barry sighting. Mm-hmm. Barry just being a piece Creep. of shit. <laughs> it's just like. To what degree are her physical, the physical changes are affecting her mentally or emotionally now that she's going to the gym more? I'm just like, her going to the gym is not the problem or any part of it. Like, right. And also, it's like, clear, like, clearly he's not understanding this if he's thinking that, like, the physical change is happening before the mental one. Like, clearly, it took her a lot mentally to get to the place where she's going to do all this stuff. So, like, yeah. Her, her, like her mentality has changed, Barry, and you, you missed that ship. It sailed. Yeah, he's like, she's maybe having a midlife crisis right now. She's entering into that phase, and I'm like, sir, you guys are the same fucking age. Yeah, you're the same pieces of shit to your kids. Like, she's just understanding what she has done, basically. The way that Barry and like, just to be clear, I hate Kim too. Like, I think oh, she's yeah. awful. Yeah. But Barry is just like the way that he reacts to everything is just in such a such a condescending way. Uh-huh. I just anything, anything that comes out of his mouth, I just want to punch him. Oh yeah, his whole vibe is like <laughs> puny mortals. Yes, and it's like, <laughs> dude, like look in the mirror. You are the puniest mortal of them all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Barry. Oh, gosh. So then we get uh, a cut to Florida, which mm-hmm. is where Olivia, Ethan, and Mariah are all living together. And Down they're also living with, um, yeah, in Tampa. And they're also living with Olivia's younger brother, Nathan, as well. That was a surprise to me. Yeah. That her yeah. 18-year-old brother is, like, getting out of the life now, too. Yeah, I, I was really happy to hear that, that he was talking about how, you know, he was very eager when he turned 18 because, like, obviously we know that Olivia has had a very sheltered childhood too, so I'm sure her siblings are in the same boat. I'm glad that Olivia is helping her siblings escape yeah. too. Yeah, God. But also, this seems like a fucking nightmare. It does. It does. <laughs> this is like one of my top five worst nightmares: having to live with family members forever. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, I couldn't do it at all. Yeah, Ethan talks about um, kind of living together, the living situation. She said it was kind of awkward at first with him and Olivia because of all the things that had gone on, but mm-hmm. it slowly kind of became a lot easier to get along, and they're kind of like in back in the groove of things with each other, which is really good. Um, and then they talk a little bit about their roommates. So Nathan seems to be a very, like, pretty helpful guy. Like, he picks up after himself. He does the chores and everything. And I mean, he just led a very, very strict household. Yeah. So he's just doing – he's keeping his head down and doing the yes. work. Yeah, he keeps to himself. He's very, like, you know, mellow guy. And then Mariah um, doesn't do anything ever. a nightmare. I love Mariah, but she is a nightmare. Yeah. And I get it. She's allowed to be a nightmare. But. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, we'll get into it. Like, she's very depressed in Mm -hmm. in these episodes. So, like, I get how hard it is to get up and do chores and do anything if you're Mm -hmm. really depressed. But yeah, if you live with other people, like you got to pitch in a little bit and do yeah. dishes and or you say know. like, "Hey, I'm having a really bad time right, right. now. Here is this information. Yeah. Can you yeah, please exactly. help me out?" That's mm-hmm. all you really need to fucking do is communicate that you're having yeah. a bad time, and most people that you live with will be like, "Oh yeah, okay." You know, as long as you do it in a week or two or whatever, like <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but she just like holes up in a room and doesn't talk to anyone, and yeah, I, that's yeah. not that's not great. No, but she's 19. 
Yeah, I, I do get it 100%. Yeah. I get it, yeah. but it's not great. Um, but so this is where we get a teaser that Max was supposed to move in with them, but he did not move in with them. Dun, dun, dun. And Mariah hasn't told anyone what has happened other than that they're not together anymore. Yeah, right. So it's a mystery, but it won't be for long. So then we get, so Mariah's been in her room, but she's like getting ready to go out. But I think Ethan and Olivia are kind of like annoyed that she hasn't done any of the chores and that she's like, mm-hmm. even when they've asked way. her like, Hey, can you just do the dishes? Yeah. Just the dishes. So Ethan kind of jokingly disconnects Mariah's spark plugs from her car. So she can't go anywhere. And she gets so pissed at him, which I get. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> being like, this is, I'm so depressed. I want to die. And you get in your car and it just goes click. I would. Yeah, that would be it. That click. would be my 13th reason. It's over. <laughs> it's I was over. literally like, if this were any other like TV show or a TV show in my head, it would be like, well, and then Mariah died because yes. she just died in the car. She lost it. Yes. Uh, so she kind of goes back in and like sulks a little bit. Then like after Ethan kind of realizes that like, hey, she's really upset and she wants to go. She's he's like, okay, I'm going to go fix her car. So he fixes her car mm-hmm. and uh, tells Mariah like, hey, car's fixed. And so she decides she's going to go be emo at the beach with her yeah. guitar. Which, which she seems to, she seems to do a lot, which, you know, that's yeah. fine. Go outside. Go Get out of your Nothing room. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it is. It is like genuinely sometimes all I need to like change my mood a little bit is to just like go outside and like walk around a little bit just mm-hmm. like get away from my surroundings it does help yes uh, but we get mariah talking to the camera that uh she thought tampa and max were the start of her forever and that mm-hmm. max called her and said he made a mistake Ugh. and so she's Poor been mariah. in a dark place this just made me feel so bad for Mariah. She talks about how it makes her feel worthless to be treated like she could be traded for anything. It's just like such a valid emotion to feel. Yeah. And like, I feel so bad for her. And I take back every single nice thing that I've ever said about Max on this yeah, podcast. Fuck Max. Fuck Max. Fuck Max. This is an anti-Max <laughs> podcast now. It is. 100% no questions asked. We don't, we don't fuck with cheaters here, okay? Uh-uh. If he comes back, he doesn't. He doesn't come back yeah no so she says she's been kind of secluding herself from everyone and that she doesn't really want to talk about it to anyone because it kind of like makes it more real which again i totally get that like acknowledging it do it you gotta acknowledge it it's like it's like being sad it's kind of like being an alcoholic you gotta just say i'm really fucking sad yeah yeah The, the first way part of solving the problem is to acknowledge that you have the problem yeah yeah, exactly. And that, but that is really hard. So I do get that. Like, oh, yeah. Fully. Yeah, and fucking sucks. Um, yeah, it does. Also, it's only been two months since they yeah. moved down to Tampa. Like, they're all talking like, oh, you know, we've been having these troubles for the whole, for like, you know, forever. And it's like, you guys have had like five weeks of Mariah being super sad and depressed. And she's essentially having her very first relationship, which is like, what? imagine how heartbroken you were at 16 when you were your yeah. first boyfriend cheated on you or broke up with you or whatever like yeah, definitely she doesn't have the experience and maturity to be able to be like okay this is gonna hurt for a little bit and then it will stop hurting right yeah definitely and, and just like even being that age even when you weren't like raised in such a sheltered kind of environment like everything feels so like ended the world at that mm-hmm. age so it's just yeah it's hard i felt really i feel really bad for mariah and put that she like thought he was going to be with her through this whole hard time of like moving away from her yeah, family and... that's a big adjustment yeah 
And he was just and like, just to be alone during that. Yeah, it sucks. I feel so bad for her. Yeah, and then you have to go and live with your brother and his wife and yeah. be like, oh, they're so in love. Yeah, and they're like reconstructing their relationship uh-huh. and really getting along. I'm sure that's like, while she's happy about that, I'm sure it's not, not easy to see. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. But so then we actually we switch things up a little bit and we go to LA, which is where Micah is. LA. LA. And shockingly, I don't know if you were expecting this, but LA is very different from Cairo. Whoa. Who I know, knew? right? I thought Cairo and LA were very similar. Same. <laughs> um, but Micah kind of is talking about his experience in LA and he talks about some of the things he's done. He says he's tried weed, go uh-huh. Micah. Um, he said that he even told Kim and that she didn't care, which, okay. Uh, yeah. And then he said, yeah, uh, he said that her mom used to grow weed. And I'm like, I bet. I think yeah, Kim's it, family is all just hippie dips. He talks about dating and stuff in LA and mm-hmm. how about how much, you know, like, obviously he has a lot more options in LA than he had in Cairo and how just like the types of girls are very different in LA than mm-hmm. they are in Cairo and how there's even boys who look like girls out uh-huh. in LA, which, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Micah. <laughs> Poor Micah. <sighs> they're just so, they're just like, they're just like little kids in an adult body. Yeah. It's like having a six-year-old being like, huh, there are some yeah. boys who look like girls. And it's like, yep, honey, that's normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did you, so the thing that really got me about this segment was they did the flashback to the season one talking head of Micah being like, I don't even want to live in a small town. I yes. want to live on the edges of a small town. And then yeah. he's like, LA. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I didn't know shit back then, guys. Sorry. Yeah, just parroting what their fucking parents said. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, a, like good for Micah. Micah seems like such a, like. I don't even know. I wish I could be more like Micah. He just he seems really to just like, be able the to fucking bullet on this. go through. Yeah. Like just move to LA. He doesn't even have like a place to stay really. He's just kind of like crashing. Like, yeah. hell yeah, Micah, live your life. <laughs> like it's, I respect it. Cause I could never do something like that. Yeah. If that's not the California dream, I don't know what is. I know. Right. And like Micah is such a like likable guy that, you know, he has like no problem making friends. I mean, he's the real life Mr. Peanut Butter. Yes, 100%. 100%. Um, let's see. Oh, we also like have a scene with Micah and some of his friends mm-hmm. working out at a house. And I, I loved that they, he had no idea what SNL was. They taught him what SNL was. God, it was so cute that Hayden just like teaches him all of the pop I culture know. stuff that he missed. I'm like, that's what he needed was like a translator friend. Yes. To be like, oh, you're not stupid. It's just here's the context. Yeah, and it's it genuinely seems like his friends are like trying to like teach him these things mm-hmm. and like like talk about it and not like make him feel like shit for not knowing it. So I I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it does give me a little faith in humanity that it's just yeah, like exactly. he's not being relentlessly mocked. He's just like, oh, I lived sheltered, and they're like, oh, yes. okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I haven't seen Harry Potter, and I don't know what Saturday Night Live <laughs> is, but here I am. Back to Tampa. Mm-hmm. We get Ethan and Olivia are going rollerblading together. Oh, right, 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 right. And uh, they start talking about how close they were to a divorce and that they're doing so much better now that there's not parents mm-hmm. creating fucking drama, which... Yeah. Yeah, you'd think that would... That's... Yeah. Who to thunk and it? And she just, she just said that having space from Cairo and, like, a space of their own to, like, you know, be able to, like, establish their own relationship has been really helpful and to be, like, away from, obviously, the parents. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's I'm I I am constantly like 
impressed by how Ethan and Olivia handle things within their relationship because there's like they're only like 23, 24. Yeah, they're 23 and, years old. They're babies. Yeah, it's like they're babies and they have a lot against going against them, but they are still like so mature about how they handle it and they they genuinely care about the other person. So mm-hmm. I just I love them. I do. I know, and they didn't even have like good examples of yeah parental marriage relationships like it's like it's amazing that they've turned out this like self-aware and just like accepting because i think honestly it's that olivia was like all right therapy yes yeah (laughs) just having somebody else to be like okay you're not being crazy you should just say your feelings (laughs) yes exactly um, so then it's Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and Mariah and Ethan are hiding in the garage so that they can avoid cooking <laughs> yep. and they're leaving it all up to Olivia and her brother, Nathan. And they talk about how they didn't really celebrate Thanksgiving growing up. Mm-hmm. I think that's true for a lot of like fundy families. They don't celebrate like a lot of the holidays that yeah, the, like, normal, normal people holidays. celebrate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now it's all the like main Christian ones. And then they're getting weird with the jewish ones now have you seen all the fundies who like celebrate passover and shit now yes yes Mm -mm. it's i i I don't quite get it but bad vibes whatever they're celebrating thanksgiving now thankfully yes because thanksgiving i mean like thanksgiving is just about eating yeah yeah fuck fuck columbus and fuck the pilgrims yeah fuck that but like eat yeah just have a turkey together eat and be together that's what thanksgiving is about yes i mean i can't argue with that so then Ethan surprised Mariah by having Micah show up and Mm -hmm. Mariah was like so excited to see him and she was like crying and I think Ethan said you made one of her veins pop out Uh when he he came in which was so funny it was so funny this whole part was so funny because like Mm -hmm. Micah is just a good yeah I mean he's Mr. Peanut Butter for everybody because he doesn't care he's just vibing he's having a nice time yeah, he's just vibing. And then him and Mariah, remember, they lived together mm-hmm. in that apartment, like, when they first moved out. So I think that for a for a good part of it, for the good part of them, like, first leaving their parents' house, they were their biggest support system. So I think that yeah. they really, like, lead on each other a lot. Oh, yeah. So they mm-hmm. were showing Micah around their house. Um, and Ethan, take, they, like, went into the bathrooms and Mariah's room and everything. And Ethan just says, the good thing about this house is that it has fart fans. Yes. And I was like, yeah, that is true. That is the that good is a thing plus. about that house. It is a plus. Especially in fucking Florida. Oh, God. Yeah, you need you need ventilation It's just in like Florida. fart humidity. It, no, thanks. No, thanks. I can, I can feel it and That's smell it and mist. breathe it. That's mist. Fart mist. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> so then Mariah is kind of catching Micah up on what's going on, kind of, but not really because she doesn't really want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But Micah... Micah kind of asks, like, is Max moving in? Like, what's going on? I haven't heard anything. And Mariah's like, yeah, we aren't together. And then she kind of breaks down. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just nice that, like, Micah was there for her. And it was clear oh, yeah. that he was, like, he was, also, cu- he was curious by what was happening, but he wasn't, like, pushing, which was All good. of these people. Yeah, exactly. Like, all of these people being like, oh, you know, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. I love the boundary. Yeah, exactly. Like, Tell me what you want to tell me. You don't have to give me the details that you don't. Yeah, that's like how you should handle something like yeah, that. Yeah, just, just which again, like I doubt that that's how Barry and Kim handled things. You know, they didn't care about their kids' boundaries. I'm sure. No, never. So, I mean, they go into Lydia's prayer closet and read her journal and shit. Yeah, it's like how do these kids learn? These kids learn to be so respectful in that house. I will never understand. I don't know. Again, maybe they just all went to therapy in season one. <laughs> 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm just so glad that like Mariah, Micah, Ethan, Olivia, they all like have each other. Mm -hmm. And because like I can't imagine how hard it would be to like be out in the world after being so sheltered and having like nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like people who leave and get excommunicated from like Mormonism and like the Amish community and stuff. Like that's got to be so fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just glad that they like at least have each other through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we get to one of my top five most hated moments of this set of episodes. Yes. And let's it go for is it. Kim going to her new dance studio and yes. stretching on the ballet bar. I hated watching this so much. I just don't want it. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. It's not. It's not for me. This is not content that I want. Uh uh-uh. uh. And. It's just weird because they're just like filming her and then she's talking over it. Yeah, it was bizarre. It made me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. She's still very flexible, which Mm -hmm. she was a professional dancer in school, but I guess never really got to do anything with it because she started having Barry's children. Yeah, well, that's what she said. She says um, she's always been pregnant and or nursing and never had time for yourself, which like I get, but also like does seem like you kind of like i know that barry was probably oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, she was like influencing it's my it, choice but but you were in on that <laughs> so like i yeah. i understand that but like let's not pretend like you were forced into that oh no 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 but i love that she's like now i'm just gonna discover who i am and it's like but you still have three young children at home yeah yeah like that's like that's the thing she's talking about how like her kids have left and that's true for some of them yeah. but like you still do have several young children at home who do need your care yeah yeah, and maybe you shouldn't just leave them with Barry because yeah. of how Barry is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's not emotionally supportive. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently she's going to be doing belly dancing. I just don't understand how, like, if they were so, like, fundy and modest earlier, like, how does this line with that at all? Like, how do you how do you go from one end to the other, like, so I just quickly? Think, I just think Kim literally just bought into it as like a trauma response honestly yeah i don't know it's fucking bizarre it's so weird barry at this point says one of my favorite things this is a real up and down part of this episode for me barry says there's this subtle foreboding that there's something wrong in our relationship and i'm like subtle it's not very subtle my dude you are very unobservant he's so unobservant he just doesn't think that anyone could ever not like him yeah, which, like, newsflash, I would say most people probably would not like you if they met yeah, you. Yeah, you got that weird fucking creepy smile where you just get, yeah. mm, with the thin just lips unsettling. and you just look like you're lording over someone. Unsettling from the get-go, and there's no, there's nothing to come up from. Like, it's all bad. Why are you smiling when your daughter cries? <laughs> Sir! <laughs> yeah, so he says he knows something's going on that's not good, but he doesn't understand and he doesn't know what to do. So, great. Good job, Barry. Very good deductive and reasoning skills. Wonderful. And then um, Kim says, I've been journaling and I have something I want to read. And she like performs her whole journal. She whips out a pink journal with a little lock and key on it. I yeah, had to like, get that note in there. Sorry. Do your yeah. rendition. No, I'm just like all for journaling uh-huh. and like, you know, self-reflection is great. But it was like so weird how like she performed this. Uh-huh. It was like, okay, you're not journaling for yourself here though, are you? Uh-uh. Um, yeah, she talks about how her, her heart aches for something more and she feels dead inside, lonely, isolated, disconnected. Who do I want to spend my time with? Is it Barry? Yeah. 
And it's like, mm, it should be your children. It should be your children. Yeah. Like that's, you should be thinking about them right now. I mean, I do understand like, yeah. you should reflect on your relationship. about your whole marriage, but you know, maybe yes. one time yes. mention that you do actually have, still have children in the home. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to figure out like who's to blame. Like I obviously, because yeah. we don't know anything, but like, they're both just so unlikable. They're so unlikable and they're so blind in so many very obvious ways that like, yes, one moment of self-reflection just from either of you would be great. It's just, I don't even know how to unpack this because they're both so just wrong in every way. Yeah. Like Kim can't do anything in half measures. She's not, she's going to be a mom to 10 kids and she's going to be nothing but a mom. And those 10 kids are going to be nothing but kids. And they're going to be kids and moms together. And then it's, I am not a mom. I do not ever want to be a mom again. I want to be a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, but you do have children. Yeah, and you, some of them are still under 18 and in your house and need to be cared for. Yeah, and Barry's not good at that. No, he's not. <laughs> All right, so going into the next episode, it's called I Took Things a Little Too Far. Ugh. So we, I loved just the intro scene. It was a random little clip of Ethan and Nathan on scooters going around Tampa. It was just like such a vibe. I they loved it. They were having it. the nicest time. And then they found the splash pad, like fountains yes. with the rainbow colors. Just <laughs> Yeah, just like, yes, go for it. So um, Mariah and Micah hang out and kind of talk a little bit more about their lives over the past couple of months because Micah's still in town for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And she says, Mariah really talks about how she feels like she'll never be able to open up up to someone again uh, because it took so long for her to open up to Max. And then when she did, he ended up hurting her. And then she's just like, she talks about how he's the best guy she's ever met or will meet. But like, honey, that, that is not true. That fucking delusion, right? After you yes. break up with someone and you're just At- like, oh, the best ever. I yeah. so get that. But like somebody who is the best person ever would not make you feel this way. Nope. That is the bottom line. Nope. That's that's definitely like point number one for best person ever is wouldn't be an asshole to you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I really, I appreciated that Micah was, like, kind of encouraging her not to, like, downplay it. Like, like be honest. If he mistreated you, don't be like, oh, but it was this. Like, be honest with your feelings and don't give him a pass on that. Good job, Micah. Yes. Yeah, because. Yeah, How did you sure. end up this good? I know, right? Uh, Mariah still doesn't really want to share the details, Um because she doesn't want people to hate Max, mm-hmm. which I, I get that too, because like I was in a relationship with a not good person who said and said really mean things to me. And I did not like, I did not tell anyone anything mm-hmm. that I, he said to me because like, I didn't want, like I knew what, I knew what they would say. Yeah. And I don't want people, like, I don't want to hear it. So yeah, I totally exactly. get like, you, they, you don't want to hear like, Oh, you'd never do that. And it's like, okay, yeah. well he fucking did. So update yeah. your fucking, Exactly. It's like, it's just not, I don't want to get into it. I don't know. God. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, But Micah definitely seems to have like read between the lines. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Like, come on. Yeah. There's only so many things that you cannot want to talk about that happens when you're somewhere and your spouse while you're away. Your boyfriend is not. Yeah. It's like he killed somebody or cheated on you. And you'd probably talk about him killing someone because you'd be like, yeah, I called the cops because this man that I knew killed someone. Yeah. It's like, it's pretty bad when it's like the preferable option would be, yeah, I hope he's cheated on me and not killed someone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
<sighs> so then we go back to Kim, uh-huh. of course, and she's been doing a lot of thinking and realizing, and she is not happy in her life. Nope. I mean, Queen Me Too, okay? But, you know, <laughs> It's 2022. Reasons. We don't get to be Who, happy. Yeah, it's 2022. Who is happy in their life? Let's be real. At least in America, for sure. God, no. <laughs> she kind of says she came to this revelation when she had a weekend uh-huh. to herself. Because Barry took the kids somewhere. Yeah. And like you said, like, but you still can't be by yourself because you still have kids and you chose to have them. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's just like, maybe think about this in like, I don't know, 10 years when all your kids are out and. <laughs> well, or like, take this and don't go off and have an affair with the man at the gym <laughs> and God. start a new dance studio. Why don't you like say to your spouse who you should be? able to say these things too like hey i need some more time for me yeah, now that we're exactly. down to just three kids can you take them tuesdays yeah. and thursdays nights or whatever because Definitely. he works from home yeah there's a ha- there's a happy medium in between the two for sure yeah not like i fucking hate my kids <laughs> i hate what they did to my life yeah it's like god damn okay <laughs> yeah they, they this whole scene was like a conversation with kim she was like doing something for her dance studio and she was on the phone with barry and barry's like so like what are we doing for dinner and then, and then I loved how um, Kim was just like said, just have Amber cook the meat and put everything out. And it's like, so make your child cook dinner for her siblings. Like that's not okay. It's the girl's like, job. Yeah, it's like that's see, and the way that she said it definitely made it seem like that was like the normal thing for them to do. So mm-hmm. poor Amber, who is now cooking everything. Yeah, um, sorry that what happened to? Oh yeah, Lydia's working. Yeah, yeah, she's working at a bank, so she's out. So, Ugh. yep, but. I know. At this point, it's like, I fucking hated Kim, but I also fucking hated Barry. Like, Oh, yeah. I you hate, can feed both your awful. children one night. Yes. Like, he was acting like, like, what are we supposed to do? But it's like, I understand, like, it would be nice to have, like, warning that you need to figure out dinner. But, like, you should be able to figure out dinner for your kids yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like, open up the fridge and the freezer. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. stuff in there to cook. Yes. I'm sure yes. she didn't, like, completely leave everybody high and dry. She probably still mm-hmm. has done all the shopping and all other stuff. Right. Whatever. But... So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just wrote, huh, Barry, parenting your own children. Scary. Yeah, he talks <laughs> about how he's realizing how much work Kim did around the house. And it's like, you're realizing it may be a little too late. And also, like, yeah. I just feel like that's something you, like, duh. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. I know. It's. Men. <laughs> men are men. Yeah. He hopes this is just a temporary phase and then him and Kim can work it out. Well, it's like, yeah, but you probably have to do some of that work. Yeah. It's like, in order to do that, you have to, like, put in an effort. Yeah. So. Like, you can make dinner for your own children without your wife one night a week without complaint. Yes. I think I think so. You should be able to. We know he works from home and he has a desk yeah. job. He's not, like, slaving yeah. away out right. doing construction. Right. Ugh, men. Men! <laughs> So we go back to Florida next mm-hmm. and Olivia is also working from home and Ethan isn't working at the time. Um, and so they are spending a lot of time together and it seems like they're, that's mostly a good thing for them. Mm-hmm. I think that could go either way with couples. Um, and yeah. yeah, thankfully for like me, because you know, pandemic, I've been stuck in a house with my husband who has worked from home since before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully we like spending time together. Yeah. Because otherwise it would have been a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And you know how to like give each other time <laughs> Space, apart yeah. while still being yeah. in the same house, like right. being alone together. 
It's definitely, yeah. I mean, I could see it being tricky, though, for some oh, yeah. couples, for sure. Well, and especially sure. when you add in two siblings in the house. Oh, yeah. That would be... That would be... A fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, Ethan says he's taking a, a break from working right now because he's been working off his... Working his butt off since he was four, 15, which I say good for him. Yeah, Take I mean, he had savings. Yeah. It's, Take a break. Do what you want to do, bud. Exactly. I just don't know why. He's... I'm, I am going to, this is not necessarily just this episode, but he's fussing me up because he won't just go to a fucking mechanic in Tampa yeah. and be like, Hey, I know I've done all this work on these cars. Like just get a mechanic job. Just do that. You don't have to do it forever, but you could do yeah. it and see if you like mm-hmm. it. True. Yeah. Olivia just kind of talks about how it's kind of tricky having to live with both Ethan and Mariah while neither of them are working and mm-hmm. they're all just always home all the time. Which- <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Ethan's bored because he doesn't have his cars to work on. Right. So he's Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bad bad combination of things. Pestery. <laughs> he's like, Hey, what you doing? Hey, what you doing? Which I get. I also yeah. get that vibes in time, but I'm that way too. Then we get a little clip of Kim going kayaking for some time to herself since she's yeah. so busy with her dance studios and her three rental properties. Doesn't mention her kids in there at all. No. But... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This whole part was weird. It was, yeah, it was and weird. And she's just like, I've been feeling neglected in my marriage, which, reasonable, fine. That's yeah, probably yeah. true. Valid. But then she's like, he's the head of the household, and that's biblical, so I'm fine with that. And it's like, Ooh, uh, maybe yeah. you need to examine some of that stuff, too. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe let's go further into that. The quote I have is, the husband is the head, but it's his job to nurture and care for his wife. And Barry did not do that. So he's not a good head. Nope. He's a bad noggin. Bad noggin. Bad noodle. Bad noodle. <laughs> the worst noodle. Um, she does acknowledge that she appreciates that Barry has been supportive of her like decision to explore herself more and do the dance studio. So that is good. Yeah, he did apparently buy the whole dance studio. Like, just bought yeah. it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely like... I don't know. It's just like such bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's There's so, so many layers to it. Yeah. And then we get to Micah meeting Max. Yes. Dun, the dun, drama. Dun. So Micah's like, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to fucking talk to Max and figure out if I need uh-huh. to kill him. Yeah. Because Mariah was like, why don't you just ask Max about it? And Yeah. Because Micah, Micah and Max were friends too. Yeah. Like they... They're friends, so it's not like these are strangers meeting up. Yeah, so they meet like, up for dinner. What are you doing with my sister? It's just like, yeah, hey, exactly. bro, what the fuck? Yeah. So they meet up before they actually like show any of the meetup. They have like a little talking head with Max, and they ask how he's doing, and he says not so well, and then he just starts sobbing. <sighs> That's how I knew. I was like, this yeah. was not a kiss. Yes. This man yes. went all the way. <laughs> There's no way that they that he would be this upset that if it was just a kiss. No. No. Um, my so basically they're talking and Max tells Micah that he fucked up really bad and he's crying and everything. He says that they were celebrating an old coworker's retirement at his house, and um, I guess Max says he was just trying to be his wingman, and somehow he ended up kissing another female friend. Yeah, and she or I guess he said she tried to kiss him was what she originally yeah. said. Yeah, it's like okay. <laughs> Yeah, and then, oh my god, he said the fucking words. Mariah, I was just proud of myself for not letting it get too far. 
No. No, no. sir. That means you full on cheated. That's P and B cheating. If if a man said that to me, I would just hang up the phone and be like, "Okay, we're, this is done. I I'd can't like, handle it." Gross. Nah. Go fuck yourself. That's like the uh, grossest thing anyone could say in that situation. Yeah. Like, like you shouldn't be like, but at least if you do something, if you do something that you genuinely fucked up, like mm-hmm. this, you, you genuinely fucked up here. You don't like rationalize it by ending it with at least i didn't blah or at least it's not blah like that's not a good enough apology yeah it's like okay well you hurt my feelings but you didn't fucking shoot me in the head so all right that's fine that you hurt my feelings (laughs) right (sighs) yeah i don't Um, know he is a piece of poop and micah was like i'm really fucking disappointed in you and so then of course we get to the real crux of the issue which is Max just continues continuing to be a shithead about what Mariah wears, which yes. like she's not doing it for dude attention. She never seems like she's like walking around being like, "Ooh, look at me" or whatever. No, she it genuinely seems like Mariah just really likes to express herself with her wardrobe, and she's not gotten an opportunity to express herself at all in her whole life up until this point. So mm-hmm. like, why don't you let her have it? And she, if if it makes her feel good, if it makes her feel confident, like. That's all that matters. And it's like you said, it's clear that she's not just doing it to like get guys attention and yeah. to look like sexy and stuff. It's like, yeah. this is what makes her feel good. This is what she wants. So you should either support it or you can go. Yeah. I mean, it's what she's like wearing at home with her family. It's not like right. she's yeah. going out like hussing around. Even if she were, get fucked. She's a 19 year old girl. And yeah. She's been sheltered her whole life. So. So it sounds like not only did Max cheat on her but then like made her feel like it was her fault because yeah, because you were cheating with how you dress which like fuck you Get all the way max so fucked max <laughs> fuck all the way off to the moon and back yeah um and this ends with micah asking max if that's really all that happened or if he's sugarcoating it and he insists that he's being honest mm-hmm. but... and then of course it fucking gets to him just yes. having micah look at you all blonde and Labradory, just looking yes. at you being like is that all because i'm really disappointed I in you would hate to have micah disappointed in me that sounds awful i know he shouldn't have that many emotions he's such a wholesome just like golden retriever guy i don't yeah. want that that disappointed in me that's like you no. fucked up big no. time no yeah yeah Mm-mm. um so then micah facetimes mariah to kind of go everything go over everything mm-hmm. that was talked about and Mariah says she feels relieved that Micah knows, but that she wasn't the one who had to tell him, which mm-hmm. I get. Like, it's it's a, it's a big burden to have, like, bad news of a bad thing that happened to you and then have to tell everyone about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, re-traumatizing every time you have to yes. fucking say it. Every time. It's <sighs> And so I, I totally get that. Yeah. And she says she believes Max is sorry, but doesn't want to settle for someone who cheats on her, which, yes, don't. She's getting there. She's almost yes. there. um and then she talks about how she's not she won't change who she dresses for anyone um and as a part of loving someone unconditionally is accepting every part of them which is true yeah and it's something as like yeah it's like she's what she wants to wear yeah she's not like murdering hamsters (laughs) yeah like you gotta stop doing that no yeah no she's just wearing like revealing clothing and going to the gym a lot I mean, she's 19. Again. Yeah, that's... you. If you're gonna do... Like, that, you have such a small window of dressing like that. Mm-hmm. Like, acceptably. Yeah. You have to take advantage of it when you can. Yeah, you've got, like, 19 to 24 max. Exactly. Exactly. Go for it. 
Yeah. Put it all out there. Get weird. Go do <laughs> weird dancing. <laughs> so since Micah is in Tampa visiting, they decide him and Mariah are going to drive up to Georgia to visit the rest of the family. And they don't know anything about Max and the whole situation. So mm-hmm. we're going to break it all over again. We're going to re-traumatize ourselves again. Oh, man. Yep. And fucking Lydia. Uh, I know. I know. I was so pissed off at Lydia during this. Wow. But we'll Who get to knew that Lydia in a would go bros before hoes? I know, right? So Micah catches them up on California, says mm-hmm. he's been having fun modeling, taking acting lessons, all that stuff. Uh, Kim kind of catches them up on what's going on with her because obviously a lot's changing in her world. Yeah. And she's going to be teaching line dancing starting next month. Which does track for me mm-hmm. on what yeah. a christian woman would teach his line dancing. definitely um and so then we get an update on lydia who's been working at a bank and she hasn't talked to mariah much since she left Mm-mm. and so then she asks if max will be joining them in tampa and mariah says they have a lot to work through and that they're not together right now mm-hmm. and uh, like it was it was good because they all like weren't pressuring her to like yeah. tell what happened so i appreciated that Did you catch right at the end of this part um, where Kim and Barry are talking in the kitchen? Barry is standing there and they zoom in on his hand and he's not wearing a wedding, his wedding band. I didn't notice that. They like did it real quick. It was like his hands on the counter like this. And they just Mm -hmm. like zoomed into his hand and then they looked up at Kim and it was so weird. And I was like, he's not wearing a wedding band. Yeah. Which like. I mean, some people don't wear wedding bands. I don't think yeah. that's, like, inherently weird. But, like, it, like if they focus on it, then obviously yeah. that, I was <laughs> that's like, weird. Hmm. Yeah. Um, that whole scene of Barry and Kim in the kitchen was so... They're just, like, so awkward talking to each other. Oh, like, yeah. There's nothing there at all. There's uh-huh. nothing. No. <laughs> so uh. then we get into the bad part where Mariah and Lydia are having a chat together. And I was like, oh, good. Mariah gets to talk to her sister. Maybe this will make her feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I don't know. Does she, like, say anything? Does she, like, tell the details? I can't remember. No, she doesn't say the details. I mean, oh, well, she says um, that he, I think she says he cheated on her. And that's all Uh she would say. And then Lydia's like, I still text him a lot. Is it okay if we still hang out? Like, would you, would you be not okay with that? Yeah, it's like, um, no, don't hang out with my ex-boyfriend. You are my sister. And, like, you, like... Did no, he cheat with no you? Reason. Like, please yeah. tell me why you're still talking to this man. It's bizarre. Really weird. It's like, I don't know. I was so turned off by this whole thing. I was like, Lydia, why would you like not be like, hey, fuck him? Like, maybe not those words, obviously. Yeah. But like, be there for your sister Mm-mm. and not this random guy who you've been friends with for a couple years vaguely because right. your sister dated him. Like, what the fuck? It's so fucking weird. And it makes me really feel like she's going to become one of those like fucked up church ladies, even though like. No one else in the family is really that religious. She's the most religious one, and she's going to be, like, fucked up. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And she even brings up, like, religion into it and, like, talks about, like, I don't even know what she says. She was like, I had to get over my beau, who she wasn't allowed to talk to, by surrendering myself to the father. And I think that's maybe all you have to do. Yeah, and then... Mariah even said like that made her really uncomfortable because she's not that's like not she's not a religious person yeah and, like lots yeah, of but, religious trauma that everyone should fucking know yes. about that it's like what the fuck it was just it was so fucked up and yeah. I was very disappointed in Lydia in this scene yeah yeah like just no bros before hoes no 
Hoes before bros, always. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the last episode for today is called Missed Myself. (laughs) And uh, it starts off with Olivia and Mariah kicking the boys out of the house so that they can record vocals on Mariah's first single, which is very exciting. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we go into, for the holidays, I guess Micah and Mariah were in Minnesota visiting family there. Mm -hmm. And Mariah decided um, she was going to go back to L.A. with Micah for a bit afterwards just to kind of like have a nice trip, you know, do some reflection. Get out of the house. Yeah. Like perfect. Perfect opportunity. They go to the Grand Canyon on their way there. Mm -hmm. And she wants to use this opportunity to like figure out her life. Yeah. It's kind of a big big ask for a trip but i do get the get the sentiment i think she might be at the right time for it because you know like three months after the big thing oh yeah that happens then like once you get everything out in the open you can just get on with your life we talk a little bit about micah's living situation and how he's mostly just been couch surfing and still hasn't found a permanent place Mm -hmm. and so they're like calling around trying to find a place to stay and they end up staying with his friend hayden who we talked about earlier yeah who like lives in a really fucking nice house i I feel like that must have been where they were going to his aunt's house like maybe Maybe, they were sitting i don't know it was a nice fucking house it was so nice it had like a bougie like in la yeah, yeah, a nice house in LA. Like this, this twenty-two-year-old. Yeah, man this man sells drugs, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so then we get a little clip from Ethan and Olivia, mm-hmm. and we're talking about Ethan's cars, which have remained in Ka- in Cairo, and he's itching to go work with them. And yeah, I don't really understand the situation. It seems like he know. just is kind of refusing to like find a solution for this yeah. in Tampa, which it doesn't seem like it would be that hard to find, like. A mechanic a place like like a mechanic shop where you can rent space yeah like he could pay money to them yes and like you said like you could even since he's not working he could even try to get a job at one of these places and maybe work on his cars there like Mm -hmm. it just seems like there are lots of different things that he could be trying to do but he's not really making an effort and instead just wants to like go to Cairo and like I think Olivia kind of keeps hammering home that like Ethan uses his cars as a way to like check out and not deal with things in the relationship and just like be in his own world and i think that's kind of what he wants but that's like not really the most productive thing to do no you'll just come back to be the same place that's the problem with not dealing with it (laughs) yeah um Um, so yeah i don't know olivia's worried if ethan's spending time on his cars like so much time it's really going to damage their relationship and she's also like worried about like him being close to his parents again mm -hmm. like that's kind of been a whole thing and i don't blame her for any of that like yeah i wouldn't want yeah. it either i mean this is very typical ethan behavior that we have seen is where he is. digs in his heels and it was like no 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 i won't do it no, 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 no. and then finally he's like oh yeah. yeah no it would be better if i just did it yeah like yeah three months i'm after hoping he else. gets there so- i'm hoping he gets there soon because this seems like a pretty like we could be we could figure something out here yeah you can and like she was even like we could use the backyard you could build a garage back there like they yeah. have the space yeah, it's just like he just doesn't want to find a solution, I think. Yeah, which no. Hopefully he hopefully he comes around. He, like you said, this is very typical Ethan, and he so far has come around. So mm-hmm. let's cross our fingers. It just takes him a while. He's just like the, the horse that won't go in the barn. Right, right. 
so then we're going back to LA and we go to Hayden's aunt's house and they show them, I love this part when they showed him the gym and uh-huh. they have like the little, like, I don't even know what, what are they called? I don't know. You know? It's like the vibrating pad thing. Like yes, that you stand on stand and it on. jiggles all your shit. I don't know what it's yeah. for. I don't either. But Micah just calls it very innocently the vibrator. I was just so glad Mariah knew what it was. <laughs> yes, yes. That's Honestly. all that really matters. Um, because, like, yeah, it's okay if you you don't know what a vibrator is, I guess. But whatever. Yeah, you'll learn soon. Yes, uh, When the cameras yes. are off, Hayden will tell you. You will learn, I'm sure. That I think there is a clip uh, from one of the old Duggar shows where they used to be able to show Anna Duggar. And she was, like, she there was, like, a baby, like, bouncer. Mm-hmm. And, it like, I guess it vibrated. And she just called it the vibrator. And it's like, it's particularly painful because it's like, yeah, she has no idea. No. No clue. Nothing. No clue. Yeah. She's no. I was very glad Mariah knew what that was. I was like, yes. You're going <laughs> to get over Max Good. just fine. <laughs> exactly. We talk about like Micah has a friend named Capiche who was raised by strict Indian parents and very sheltered too. So he talks about how it's been kind of like nice having someone to kind of relate to, like a very mm-hmm. different experience but also similar in a lot of ways yeah very sheltered yeah honestly i think as much as la will like eat you up and spit you out there's also so many people who are new there and don't know what's happening there and are like you know from cowpoke towns moving to la and being bamboozled by the lights and the sounds yeah so you are are you can find lots of kindred spirits as long as you don't get taken for a ride yeah, there are all kinds of people. It takes up all kinds of people to make up L.A. So oh, yeah. you're going to find some people to get along with, I'm sure. So Mariah talks about her single. It's called I Missed Myself. Mm-hmm. And it's about being somebody else, basically, for the sake of her family. And she says she's really relating to it again with the whole Max situation. So, yeah. Kim's going to be singing it nonstop. Yeah, and it's like not realizing that it's about the trauma that you inflicted on your child. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> Micah starts talking about how he's glad that he grew up the way he did, but also, like, are you? Yeah. I don't know. I think Micah just didn't get the brunt of a lot of it because he was kind of one of the middle, like, lost boys. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, I do think in in a lot of fundy families, like, the girls often have it a lot worse than the boys. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And also, he's just, like, Micah is a very, like, resilient type of person. Like, that's just his he's personality. He's a Labrador. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's might not affect him as much as it affected Ethan or Mariah yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And Ethan's like a Frenchie. Oh, maybe that's why I like him so much. Because <laughs> he's, he's very sweet, but also will stand Emotional. there with his little foot feet just mm-hmm. dug in. Oh, yeah. Bulldog yeah. stance. Uh, no. Hector is the most emotional little boy in the world, oh, yeah. and it's, like, so sweet. I love it. He's, like, so sensitive. So many feelings. <laughs> I get it, buddy. I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, so Ethan is a Frenchie. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm for this, and I love it. Um, uh, so they kind of start talking about dating statuses a little bit, and mm-hmm. that's when Mariah kind of gets a little triggered and doesn't want to talk about it. And again, they respected her. And yeah. We're like, cool. Yeah. Let's that move Capiche on. That dude was like so <laughs> on it because the other guy was just like, oh, what happened? Like, you know, innocently, yeah. not really noticing. And he's like, she's upset, dude. Let's let her live. Yeah. Let's, let's let just buy. move on. Yeah. I'm like, oh, good. And then she says something which I related to so much. She said that she was having a really good time and she feels guilty for being so happy because she's been depressed for so long that it feels wrong. And that is so relatable. So relatable. Slam dunk. (laughs) 
Like, like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, like, it's, even the good times are bad when you're having, when you're going through a hard time because then you feel bad about feeling good when you're having a bad time. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. But Mariah, he cheated on you. You shouldn't be sad anymore. He's a fucker. He's the fucked up one. Right. You should be enjoying your life because he's the one that fucked up. Mm -hmm. So you go for it. Queen, live your life. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Be safe, though. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yes. then the best part happens and we go back to Cairo where Kim's Jamaican friend, Nigel mm-hmm. from the gym, right? Her Jamaican friend, Nigel is coming over to cook dinner for the family. Mm-hmm. Barry looked like he was about to fucking lose it when he saw this man, this like very yes. tone, very athletic. Yes. Beautiful Jamaican man. Just, but of course, but of course he had the same smile on his face the whole time that you could tell it was bothering him yeah shit eating grin just be like oh because you know he's not going to be outright mean he can't be outright mean because then he knows that there will be fallout but exactly i just i need to know i need a podcast with nigel yes because i need to know how that was yeah please we want to interview contact you. us we yes we'll interview you and it, we promise we'll be nice yeah um i yeah i need to know more i need to know more about their like how they know each other because they like he talked i mean they obviously met at the, the gym yeah. and he talks about how like kim is very friendly and nice but like i want to know more about their friendship dynamics like i, I want to know what do they talk about like i don't know I just, anything i need i need anything like what does kim talk about to anyone other That's, than kids and dance, which maybe yeah. he likes dance or kids. Maybe. Who knows? I, I hope it's the dance that he likes. Um, <laughs> but uh, Barry says that, oh, <laughs> he says that there's no reason to be jealous, but maybe Kim would like it if he's jealous. And I'm like, yeah, that is that is really the bottom line. And then fucking like 10 minutes later, Kim was like, it would be nice yes. to see Barry a little jealous. And I'm like, you it guys are out. fucking 14 year olds. Yeah. But yeah, this 100% when... when when he walked in and it became, it became so clear to me that it was just about getting a rise out of Barry uh-huh. and Barry wasn't going to give it. And it's just going to make it even worse. And oh, it's yeah. like, this is so juvenile. Oh yeah. And Nigel's just there. Just like, I'm just having a nice time making some rice and peas yeah. for you guys. Yeah. This Nigel was just trying to make them a nice Jamaican dinner and yeah. can't fault him for that. He was yeah. really focused on his cooking too. Like he was into it. He was and so. he was telling them all about it and only a couple of them could understand his accent. Yeah yeah classic yep i like american food like hamburgers at least they didn't say we usually only eat american food which is what they did make at least two jamaican jokes yeah though one of them was just like i feel like it's not as bad when you're like jamaica like you're using the word as a joke like jamaican me crazy yeah like because it's not like a harmful stereotype yeah that it's rooted in but like those i'm not okay with. yeah but. no but yeah it was it was it's one of those things that like you know when people make jokes about where you're from even yeah. like harmless ones you're just like i've heard this seven thousand times yeah like please shut up yeah <laughs> like you know when you're from new york like if you live in new york you're like oh the big apple and you're like uh, uh-huh yep yeah that's what it's called that, yep <laughs> oh and this ends with uh the dinner at the dinner table kim joke challenges them to a push-up challenge uh barry and nigel and it's like come on now now you're just being mean i know i literally i didn't even write anything about that because i just remembered it 
And also, I just wrote the word cringe. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 all it is. It's like, ugh, God. God, that whole conversation around that where he's like, yeah, I go to the gym every day. And, the, and Nigel's like, you know, oh, I go to the gym 30 minutes a day. There's 24 hours in the day. Why can't 30 minutes of them be for your body? And then Barry's like, I go to the gym every night. And they're like, yeah, he goes to the gym five minutes to go stand on the vibrating machine. Yeah, yeah, which... I mean, you do go to the gym, yeah. I yeah. guess that that does that, that counts, but it does. I don't know what the vibrating machine does. I don't know. I don't know. Does it make you like fit, or is it just supposed to I, make I you like, like loose? I feel like it could not make you fit because if it did, more people would be using them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, it, if it was that easy to be fit to just stand on a vibrating machine, I would be standing on a vibrating machine all the fucking time. Yeah, that would be pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it's. So doing. I don't know. Maybe it just like loosens you up. Yeah, shakes your juices out. <laughs> I guess. Oh, we go back to LA next, LA. and Micah and Mariah are driving around and sightseeing and catching up, and <laughs> they stop. Yes, on another and rock with a vista. On a rock, you know, just just as they do. And Micah kind of asks how she's doing, and Mariah says that after Max and Micah had met up, he had called her and came came clean that it wasn't just a kiss after all, which. We all fucking knew. We all fucking knew. Even Micah knew, and he said it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so he lied to her and to Micah, and Micah's big mad. And yeah. then we get the first moment of Mariah breaking free. She says, maybe it wasn't as good as what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then she follows that up with, he says that I cheated on him with my clothes. And I was yeah. like, mm. fuck that. Mm. Throw the whole man away. Yes, yeah, no. You, like... Mariah, you are a beautiful, vibrant, like kind person. You are going to fight like you do not have to settle for somebody who mm-hmm. makes you feel this way. Yeah. And he's done it multiple times. Like he broke yeah. up with her and like wouldn't be serious with her at the beginning. Like he's mm-hmm. just been a fuckboy the whole time. And the clothes thing, the clothes argument has been a thing like, yeah. throughout the whole thing. So it's like clear that he's not going to change on this situation and he's being pretty unreasonable about it. So yeah, it's like, okay, God if, speed. I, if I wanted someone to be eh, cat fur, if I wanted someone to be shitty about my clothes, I would have just stayed at my mom's house. <laughs> exactly. Like, like <laughs> use your brain, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Such a turd. <sighs> He is. Fuck Max. Again, anti-Max podcast. Yeah, That's and if Lydia still ha- still hangs out with him after seeing this episode, it's an anti-Lydia podcast. <laughs> For sure. So, so um, then we get a little clip of Olivia at work. She is mm-hmm. shooting a same-sex wedding in Orlando. Lesbians! Lesbians! And Olivia said it was really special that, like, this couple reached out to her and asked her to do their photos, like, given her past and stuff, and she just feels like she made her feel good that like they didn't judge her based on how she was raised up Mm -hmm. and it does seem like she's like i don't know she just seems like she's becoming a normal fucking person yeah yeah (laughs) like she's grown so much and it's just it's nice to see stuff like this yeah i mean not every 23 year old is that mature no she's no she's been through the shits exactly like not every 23 year old who has reasonable parents is this mature and normal mm-hmm. let alone somebody like olivia who was raised in such a sheltered yeah you basically have to like life. escape your life and you don't have yeah. the support system and everything like she married to get out exactly so then um olivia is flying from the wedding to la so she can be with mariah when her single, single is released out. which i thought was really sweet yeah olivia is the good big sister 
Yeah, I love Mariah and Olivia's relationship. I think that they are like I just think that they are they have so much fun together, but yeah. they're like so supportive of each other. It's just like a really nice thing. I think they're both being who they needed. Yes, as kids, basically, yeah. like Mariah needed to not be the oldest sister mm-hmm. and to have an older sister, and Olivia yeah. needed a younger sister to like who was like her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that they both really benefit from their relationship, yes. which is nice. So Mariah's single, Miss Myself, is releasing today, and she, Micah, and his friends, and Olivia, are going (laughs) to be at the beach to celebrate. And Micah says she's done, like, a complete 180 Mm -hmm. on her mood on this trip and has been really happy, which is really good. It definitely seems like this helped her kind of get some, get some like, closure, maybe, and Mm -hmm. kind of, like, figure things out a little bit. Well, and Max finally admitting that he's a bullshit liar really helps. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because it's it's clear that like it was more than just like there needs. Yeah, like, you're not gonna let's just dive bomb your entire relationship and like start a huge fucking fight if you just got kissed by someone. Yeah, not even like because when he when he like first talked about it, he said she tried to kiss me, mm-hmm. which makes it seem like she did it. You didn't want it, but clearly that's not the case. So sorry. Ugh. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> But um, so her single comes out. They play it on a little speaker at the beach. And yeah, it was very sweet. And also all of them are going to do so well in L.A. Because if you can be positive to neutral about someone's kind of bad pop music. Yeah, you're you're good good to go. You're good. (sighs) So then the last part of this episode, we get we get another little clip in Cairo. Mm -hmm. And uh, Barry says Kim is not really part of the family meals anymore. And so he's taking much more of a role, which, okay. Good, do it. You were gone yeah. down in fucking Florida most of the week and left her with the kids for most of you guys' life. Like, right. Yeah. it's your turn, bud. Yeah, he said this whole thing's been a big wake-up call for him, and he's realized that Kim is feeling feeling taken for granted. And it's like, yeah, a little late for that, but I, mean, I love that I he's guess like, at least you're acknowledging it. He, in this part, he's like, you know, I didn't think our marriage was that bad. I would have given it a six. And I'm like... Sir, you need to go back to school. That's a D. Like, yeah, that's like I. I would not want to be in a relationship that was a six out of ten. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would be like, yeah, this needs. We need to work. Yeah, we need to work on this. <laughs> How has it gotten this bad? Yeah, yeah like what yeah. the fuck? It's just uh, I don't know. He says, looking back, I missed a lot of opportunities to tell Kim I love her. And it's like, okay, well, you could start now, bud. And that's the like, thing is like, he keeps talking about this stuff. Like it's all in the past and a lot of it is, I'm sure. But like, yeah. that doesn't mean that you can't make changes in your life now in order to accommodate them. Like, yeah. he's, but he's just like, kind of just completely giving up and doesn't seem yeah, to be. He's just like, putting... oh, well, she doesn't want to be my wife anymore. Yes. That's my problem. You're realizing that she doesn't feel loved. So why don't you try to make her feel loved? Yeah. Or if you don't love her anymore. Let her go. Exactly. It's just like they're like shit or get off the pot, dude. Come yep. on. Yep. Um, he says that he bought the dance studio and he said he expected her to immediately forgive be him, basically be mm-hmm. better. Like, oh, yep. You know, you fixed everything with this one monetary donation to your wife's happiness. Right. Yeah. It's like, God, that would be the thing he would think, though. That like that is how people like that work. Their brains. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, just I'll just fix it with this one really simple thing that is not addressing 
any of the actual issues at hand. Yeah, it's just basically like, oh, love bombing. <laughs> I yeah. know I've been neglectful, but you can forget all of that. Because yeah, I bought like, you a uh... studio. Honey, we bought a zoo. We bought a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It doesn't seem to be working very well because Kim has now moved out of their bedroom and mm-hmm. is sleeping on the couch. Mm-hmm. That's not a good sign. No. Barry says, I always thought marriage would be until I died, but it looks like it won't be like that. And it's like, again, sir, if you give a shit, yeah, it give could, a shit. Yeah. Like marriage is like marriage can be until you die, but you actually have to make effort yeah. in your relationship in order to get it that far. Like you can't yeah. just like expect it to just go on with you doing nothing. Yeah, that's how you end up with being married until you died because your wife killed you. Exactly. Yes. That's honestly, I'm surprised that's not the real thing that's happening. Yeah. And I wouldn't blame her if it was, honestly. No. But yeah, I think that wraps us up for the first three episodes. Do you have anything else you wanted to talk about about these? No, that's it. All right. I'm ex- I am so glad to be into this because there's just so much going on so and we will continue on. on with this season, of course. But if you have anything you want to say about this episode, if you have anything you want us to watch or talk about for future episodes, why don't you send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us all over the internet at tvliterate. We are on Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, Facebook, anywhere that you can think of, we are there. If you see anything fun or cool, tag us in it. I love it when you guys tag us and stuff and they're like, oh my God, look at this. Because it's just, it's so good. It Um, is. We love it. And if you want to help us with our podcasting hosting fees, we have a Ko-fi at www.ko-fi.com forward slash TV literate. Yes, thank you so much. And if you have a moment and can leave us a review, we would appreciate that as well. And we will see you guys next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye.